0: of the music stuff show is brought to you by Dupe Loops, your weekly curated drum loop library if you're writing music building tracks or programming beats Loops.com is the place to start they deliver 10 new drum loops directly to your inbox every monday so you can spend less time searching for the right sounds and more time making music each loop is always available on stereo and multi-track formats always fresh and they are never recycled and for a limited time, they are offering a seven-day free trial period with every plan. So visit duploops.com, that's D-U-P-E-L-O-O-P-S scom and start your free trial today to receive 10 new multi-track drum loops per week, every week. On this episode of The Music Stuff Show, we discuss the fundamental impact your health has on your career. We look at the roles of mental, emotional, and physical health, and we examine their interconnectedness and importance. Please enjoy this episode of The Music Stuff Show. Your health matters. Welcome to The Music Stuff Show, where we break down the business of music to help you build a career doing what you love. My name is Tom, and Vance is here with me. Hello! (laughs) That one had a little little thing at the end. Hello!
1: Yeah, just put some sauce on it. A little little vocal action. (laughs) (laughs) No big deal. Uh... Yeah,
0: Gotta sing the sing the tagline.
2: <laughs> Hello, welcome to the Music Stuff
0: Show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just do like a
1: 45 minute episode of singing everything. Dude. I feel like that'd be appropriate. You know, it'd be like, uh, don't TV shows do that every once in a while? Like once in a span of a show, they'll do a musical episode. You know what? I think that might be the case. Some TV shows. I don't think it's like a hard rule. I think I've just seen it in a couple that if some of the actors have musical theater backgrounds or something that lends to it, every once in a while, they'll do a musical episode. Yeah.
0: I do like it when they do... um, Actually, I don't know how many shows do this, but do you remember when 30 Rock did the live episode? Did you ever watch 30 Rock?
1: Man, I did, but I never finished it, so I don't remember how far I
0: got. I never watched... I didn't. Ref- I never finished it either, but I did watch a lot of it. And they did one episode live. I don't remember f- for what, but they did one live, and like it was like in SNL style because everybody, so many people on that show came from theater or like mm. Saturday Night Live backgrounds. I love that so stuff. Like, Let's just do it. That's I awesome. want to say even like Lauren Michaels produced the live episode or something like that.
1: It's awesome. So it's pretty cool. Not the same, but still things I appreciate about random TV shows. Uh, did you ever watch Psych? No. I never did either, but my wife was into it. And so we have like the box set Nice. and she always wanted to reference it. So then we decided to go back and watch it. But they, uh, have an entire episode in the final season that is a remake of an episode from one of the first seasons. (laughs) Because they knew it was the final season, and they were like, you know, honestly, we just thought this one could have been way better. Doesn't fit in the timeline. No <laughs> one cares. They literally just recreate I love it. an episode from one of the early seasons, because they're like, we're, we're going out with a bang. Genius. And it was awesome. Genius. <gasps> Oh, man. It's funny. Those,
0: those kind of creative decisions are the things that people try to avoid doing because they think it doesn't fit into the mold or whatever. But everybody what they do. loves it. But the, because they're so infrequent, those are the things that people talk about. Yep. It's like moments. Like you, when you come home from a concert, you don't go, remember how great that whole concert was? You go, no, remember that one part where they did the one thing mm-hmm. that was really cool? It's like you remember moments that, well, st- that
1: stick out. And it makes you like the people more because you're like, they weren't yeah. too cool. They're real. Yeah. Like yeah. they were rad enough to just have fun with it. Yeah. I think I often
0: forget that like people who are in movies and television and things like that, like they're, they're products that come out, the finished products are so high dollar and high budget and so nice. And they're the, I mean, they're the top of the line on planet earth. But there's still a bunch of, like, creative nerds and freaks like us. Yep. Who are
1: working on that stuff. That's all, you know. Yeah, they just, are. You can't take risks when you somebody's spending $150 million.
0: Right. We're not the same kind of risks, for sure.
1: Yeah, like, people, I mean, not that there's necessarily ever a completely sure thing, but mm-hmm. that's why things that are on that high of a level are as about as calculated as they can be. Right. Because there's so much money at stake versus Yeah. It's the same thing with startups versus huge companies, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Startups can be nimble because if it's you and three of your friends just like hustling hard, you guys can sit in a room and be like, "You know what? Well, this might not pay off, but if it works, yeah. it could be huge" You're versus right. Yeah. If you own some sort of company that employs 200 people, if you make a decision that you lose a million dollars, people lose their job. Yeah. So you don't have that freedom to take the risk.
0: Little ship with a big rudder versus big ship with a little rudder
1: kind of thing. Yeah, Dude, you got a fact? I do. Nice. Did you know? Almost is the longest word in the English language with all the letters in alphabetical order. I did not know that. Isn't that fascinating? That is fascinating. Things you don't even think about. That's
0: information that I am ambivalent about possessing.
1: (laughs) But one day. One day it's going to come in handy. Like eight years from now. Trivia night somewhere. You'll be in a random town just having played a weird casino. Yeah. And people will be doing trivia. And
0: I'll win a million dollars.
1: You'll probably win a free pitcher of beer. Probably. But nevertheless, you'll be the winner. Yep.
0: (laughs) God. I remember the one of the few things that, or maybe the only thing I can recall that I ever learned at Trivia that has stuck with me was a question I got wrong. And the question was, what is the only TV show that does not have intro music? Huh. 60 minutes. It's the ticking clock. Interesting. There's no music. Huh. Yeah. I, And I've never forgotten that since then.
1: That is fascinating. Yeah.
0: I would have been stumped on that. Yep. Every, I mean, which I'm actually glad I said that because it totally ties into our show about music. (laughs) Like that is a a huge concrete example of the dominance of music in our lives. Yep. It's everywhere. Yeah. You know, you, you think, ah, music's just this sort of like fringe thing, but it's, I mean, it is not. Music is woven into the very
1: fabric of our existence. It is the soundtrack of our lives. Yeah. And I think it's easy because people talk about, you know, the the music that you choose to participate with, I Mm -hmm. think gets the most conversation. And that, I think, is where that stigma comes from. Mm -hmm. But if you, like, even for one day, if one day you took a note of every single time you heard music throughout your day, it would blow your mind yeah. how much you hear throughout the day. Yep. Whether, you know, from the time you get up and, you know, yeah. you go to the store, stuff you hear in the background that you never mm-hmm. really even recognize. Yeah. Uh, You know, but like, just in your day-to-day, even at your office, your gym, like all, mm-hmm. everywhere you go, there's... Always something going on. Always. Yep. That has nothing to do with the actual episode today. (laughs) But it was a powerful thought. So what is the actual episode today? Talking about health, Tom. Health! What kind of health? Health, yeah. All health?
0: All of the healths. All of the healths. Why your health matters.
1: Yeah. For the jump, this probably falls... You could probably argue more, but I would say in general three categories to which your health falls into. Would you mm-hmm. agree with that? Well, it depends on what the categories are. Mental, physical, emotional? Yeah. I'd say those are cover the widest yeah. gambit of I think the fourth added could be spiritual, but that
0: might not be the the subject matter for our podcast.
1: Yeah, I I I think to not discriminate against anybody i i think sure. that can somewhere fall in the middle of uh mental and emotional depending I on agree with that yeah. what uh your views fall under sure um yeah i agree with that and but i do agree uh and that can be a lot of things we're not here to tell people what is and isn't right because that's not nah. what our show is about but nah. uh whatever that is for you that still matters yeah um but yeah do we want to pick one and start? How? Where would you like to jump off? from? I kind of like. Um, I like jumping off with uh,
0: with mental health. I think that's the biggest one in music, in creative, in creative fields. I mean, music and and touring musicians especially. God, the mental mental health issue is really at the forefront of conversation right now yeah I think a, a company just started that's a I think there was already one but a, another one just started that's a a hotline and a, a pool of resources for touring musicians that's cool which is really cool it's like an emotional mental health support system that you can call and and contact dude being on the road is taxing for your mental health Yep. Period. Even if you're gone for a weekend, like it's, it is just a different environment. Yeah. Uh, Not to say that it's the, um, drug, sex, and rock and roll environment that everybody conjures up because it's not. I mean, not always, but it's just it's just a different environment. You're un settled the whole time. You're moving around the whole time. There's no sort of foundation to your day. It's, you're in a different place every day. It's just kind of controlled chaos. It's the traveling circus. And then on top of that, every night you're, you've got this emotional high uh, on stage. And then you have to come down from that every night. It's just such a a huge fluctuation in your experience with the world and your perception of the world. And it just, your mind, the chemicals that go through your brain just vary so wild, widely and wildly throughout your day when you're out and you're touring and playing shows and stuff. It's just, there's no like peaceful serene sort of day in day out existence that doesn't happen out there like you might get in a normal uh in normal day-to-day environment at home and so positive or negative just by sheer existence of how that world works it is it has it can have a very
1: large effect on your mental health for sure. Yeah. I think uh, one of the things that contributes to this in a pretty strong kind of way is how closely uh, people attach their identity to their music. Um, and I think that's a tough thing, especially if you're starting out. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that... A-list celebrities uh, are safe from that either because even Mm -hmm. at that level, you can be the greatest artist in the world. And then if you have an album that flops after that and you, a month before, had millions of people that love you and Mm -hmm. now you get on the internet and every person is talking about how terrible you've gotten, those Mm -hmm. people are still human too. But I think it's more uh, immediate in in terms of facing the negative head on because when you're starting out, you are essentially going to battle every day mm-hmm. even if your stuff's good yeah if people don't know you you are putting stuff out online you are playing shows in places you've never been before and you have to essentially go to war <laughs> to win those people over yeah and prove it every time you're not walking in uh, people expecting to like you people mm-hmm. there because they like you yeah uh, and the jump and I think, for a lot of indie bands that, you know, and we've talked about touring in the past and, but I still think there are people that want to start and get on the road immediately. And that's mm-hmm. their prerogative, even if it isn't always the most financially viable option. uh When you do that, and every single night you are playing in random bars that, you know, at best, or maybe 30 people in there to begin with in places that you don't know, you don't have friends, you don't have family. Mm-hmm. And, something that you've poured so much time and energy into creating your music and even if people are just kind of blasé Mm -hmm. while you're playing that you're up there playing seemingly to a relatively empty room yeah and there's no interaction people aren't taking the bait aren't engaging with you Mm -hmm. uh, is a way that you're constantly in your head of like am i doing something wrong you know is is this not good in i f r yeah. is my music not great um you know, and you do that thirty times in a row in different places yeah um it starts to take a toll on you <laughs> yeah and then so then you have that, and then you hop in a van with three or four other people that is a small space that isn't necessarily super conducive to your physical health mm-hmm. uh on top of that. And, you know, things just kind of wear on you.
0: Yeah, it's... it Especially when you don't... When you're in close quarters like that all the time, you don't get those opportunities to recharge, to get that alone time or peaceful time or whatever. You really have to... You have to prioritize those things. When you are on the road surrounded by people all the time, you've got to prioritize your mental health. When you are creating things and putting things that mean something to you out into the world, you've got to prioritize your mental health. You've got to work extra hard to fortify yourself against the inevitable sort of pressures from the outside pushing in and that's you know that's the case for any high performing area of the world and of life but when it's when it comes to art and making things you're putting an extension an extension of yourself out there to a very large degree and any feedback you get it it is it's going to be virtually impossible to have to be ambivalent about any feedback you get positive or negative not letting it affect you being completely stoic about that. It's hard. So you've got to take steps to try to get ahead of that before it happens. Like if you have a bad show, you can't let that carry forward to the next show. If your release isn't well received, you've got to get past that and put out something again. You can't let that cripple you and debilitate you. And I mean, you can, it's just the results of that aren't good. Uh, that's not the, that's not what you want to do. <laughs> um, so it's important. I believe it's important to take steps to be proactive about your mental health as a musician, as a creative person, um, whether you are working in town, at home, on the road, whatever, don't be reactive. Don't wait for things to happen to address any mental health issues you have. Get proactive about it. Have a, a daily routine of just anything that allows you to get uh, some peace. Some sort of foundational element to what you do to your daily existence. Whether that's reading, getting up early and just having a cup of coffee in silence, meditating, prayer, uh a conversation with the same person every morning, you know, call your wife or significant other for the rock. It's the gym, the gym, which
1: seems only like it's uh physical health. And obviously we're going to talk about that in a right. second. But for him yeah. is the thing that grounds him and is the thing that has to be a constant every single morning. Right. Because even though it's physical, that's like his mental grounding. Right.
0: So whatever that is, just picking a thing or a couple of things and doing them every day will, no matter, like, is it General Mattis? It's like a four-star general in the, um, in the military or something. Um, very high-profile individual, highly successful military guy. He works out every morning, same. He's like, because no matter what happens throughout the rest of the day, at least I got a good workout in. Mm-hmm the whole rest of the day could just go to hell
1: but at least i got a good workout in i yeah. got i i already succeeded for the day yeah for uh, to be fair to all the mental health professionals that may be listening this is going to be a vast oversimplification and there are people that are way smarter that can go into greater scientific detail about these things this is more of just trying to encourage people I say this because my wife is a counselor that has about 10 letters in her name and honestly, we probably should have just brought her on the show for this because she would have had a lot of really smart ideas. Uh, But in a simple way, I would say that um, your mental health uh, also is greatly affected by your physical and emotional health. Yes. And I think mental health is the one think it's a lot of stigmas i think it's the one that people tend to avoid because whether it's fear insecurity not wanting to uh, attach certain labels to themselves uh you know so it's easy to overlook or pretend nothing's there like it is a very vast spectrum Mm -hmm. and a lot of things that that can mean yeah uh you know and also just to clarify like if you're struggling with anything talk to people there are resources out there like yeah talk to those we're not the professionals we are not those people (laughs) we're just here to encourage that it's important and don't be scared to have those conversations yep um that being said i i do think one of the greatest ways uh to help your mental health is to invest a lot of energy into prioritizing your physical and emotional health Mm -hmm. along with You know, whatever works for you. Like, there's not a blanket answer in finding that space. But, like Tom said, any of those things that, like, gives your mind the space, whether that's meditating, whether that is the kind of things you read, whether that is uh, your spiritual beliefs and, you know, giving time to that in your day. uh, We all have the same 24 hours in a day. And I know people hate that and think it's cliche. But at the end of the day, Number one, it's you like you have to prioritize yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, like we all have bills, we all have things we have to do. But at the end of the day, if you want to sustain yourself, you have to find a way to carve a little bit of time for yourself, for your sanity, uh, to give yourself the space to breathe, whatever that looks like in your life.
0: Yeah. I think we've said this before, but you're never going to be your best self for others if you're not your best self for you first. Yep. Like you can't pour out of a tank that's empty. Your tank has to have something in it in order to pour anything into anybody else's. That's not, and that's not selfish to do that. It's, it's a prerequisite to be selfless. You have to.
1: I'd also say too, stealing this from uh, Dan Miller, who's author sold a ton of stuff. Uh, it was in an event he was speaking at, um, and talking about the importance of what you consume in your mind. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I feel like some people can take this to a place that feels weird or super woo woo or whatever. But at the end of the day, like you are what you eat Mm -hmm. mentally. Yeah. And you know, whatever that looks like for you, if it's books, if it's podcasts, if it's, you know, thought leaders you respect and the content that they put out, uh, you know, if you constantly consume negative information, negative media, negative videos, music, whatever that is, I don't care Mm -hmm. who you are. Like, if that's what you put into your brain nonstop, eventually, you are going to become more pessimistic. It will affect you. You are going to see things negatively versus, you know, I, personally for me, I love podcasts, I love learning, uh, I love mm-hmm. you know, listening to people because I travel a pretty decent amount to where mm-hmm. it's just a good outlet for me to constantly try and grow my brain and try and lear- learn things from people that are smarter than me because yeah. I never want to get stagnant, yep. but keeping positive information, ways to constantly push yourself and grow, uh, the more you pour that into your mind, you know, the more you're able to believe that and find the good and be optimistic and, you mm-hmm. know not feel like it's some far off distant thing
0: yeah I think complaining is a big one too uh it's you're not just gonna be affected negatively by outside things if you complain a lot then you're you're automatically looking for the negative in everything and you're it's gonna be very difficult to see the positive in everything uh as a result of that I think uh Gary Vaynerchuk says like if you complain within the first two minutes of meeting you you're done Mm mm-hmm I know that you're never going to win. That's a huge, that's a fundamental aspect of your daily existence that has to be changed if you complain a lot. And that, that is especially true for, for people on the road, for bands on the road. Like if you're the complaining person in your band, you are making it worse for everybody because it's already hard enough to be out on the road. I don't care if, You're in the best band ever. Everything's perfect and hunky-dory and everybody gets along and everybody loves being out there. It is still going to be hard. And if you complain, you're making it harder for everybody else. For sure. It's not to say you can't have candid discussions about how things can be improved. Like, look, it's not me saying, me saying, uh, dude, loadouts suck tonight. I can't believe it took so long. It's just... I'm, I'm frustrated. This sucks. That is totally different than saying loadout suck tonight. How can we do better tomorrow night? Yeah. Entirely different conversation. Yep. Entirely different. One is looking for a positive solution. One is a positive comment. Yeah. We can do better is the ultimate comment yep. of that instead of we suck. So the like just complain to complain thing accomplishes nothing.
1: Yeah, and it's amazing how status quo that is, especially just in the general event entertainment world. It's almost like people like to find camaraderie and oh yeah, misery loves company, man. It's about stuff, mm -hmm. and there always
0: seems to be one every band I've ever been in. There seems to be one person who just bitches, and they but they're not trying to find a solution. They're just trying to find somebody to complain to, so that they can have somebody they complain to. And then they, it just fuels a fire, man. It's a malignant tumor
1: in any organization. And if that's you, it, if you can have the self-actualization enough to recognize that maybe this is striking a chord, mm-hmm. uh, gratitude is a powerful thing, man. Yep. There are hundreds of people that you can read books about it, talk about it, listen about it. But I would dare you to get up every morning and find one thing Mm -hmm. doesn't matter how small that is for a month i would dare you if you're thankful for your laptop whatever if you're thankful for your dog pick anything if you're thankful for your cup of coffee but let that be the first thing that you choose to put your mind on in the morning find one random thing yep and come back a month later and I dare you to tell me you don't know, start seeing things differently.
0: Yeah. For sure. You will. I think uh as a natural sort of continuation of mental health, I feel like emotional health is a is in many ways kind of the same as mental health. Um I think they go very hand in hand. They they do. I th- but I think, correct me if I'm wrong, you might probably want to take the lead on this one, but I think that emotional health has more to do with like your relationships, whereas mental health has more to do with your inner
1: dialogue. I would feel the same way. Right? I, I would say the same thing, but that to me is kind of where it comes back from. The combination of your outward relationships... uh and your physical health mm-hmm. and the combination of those two things, while they are not the only thing that affect your mental health, why they can be such a drastic uh, way to steer the ship, mm-hmm. per se. Yeah. In um, kind of just transitioning into the emotional side of that. Relationships are hard. Yeah, there's no life. such thing as an easy... Relationships in a normal... If you get home every single day at the same time and you spend time with the people you care about, relationships are hard. Yeah, it's still hard. And, you know, to be fair also, I think... I'm going to backtrack on that. Life is hard. More so than that. And relationships go on the journey of life. And I... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to switch that. Because... I am recently married in the past year, and I always get frustrated when people say marriage is hard because Mm -hmm. I don't think marriage is hard. I think life is hard and how you uh, communicate through that, or at least at my stage. I think, I'd like to rephrase the whole thing. I think life can be hard
0: and relationships can be hard if you choose to look at them that way. I think that life takes effort and hard work, and just like life relationships take effort and hard work. They don't I don't think they necessarily need to be viewed as being difficult or being hard. It just takes hard effort.
1: Yeah. I like that better. And also to kind of like unpack this a little bit because even that I think sounds like oh, things are hard. I don't think it's that. I think the reality is is that things are always happening. Mm-hmm. Like No matter how much you plan, how intentional you are, at the end of the day, like variables are life. Yeah. Change is inevitable. You know, and in just general relationships, you know, if something happens to someone else's family, you know, even though that doesn't affect you necessarily, Mm -hmm. if something happens to your friend's parent or your girlfriend or husband or whoever's, family member mm-hmm. by proxy, this then begins to affect you. And yeah. I think that's where the work of relationships really comes in. Yeah. Where it's not because like, Oh, something directly affected me and us being together is hard. Yeah. A circumstance that was out of our control happened. And now we have to figure out a way to work through this circumstance. And if you're in a relationship, you can go through that process together. Yeah. Uh, And that, I think, is where the work comes from. Wanting to show up and participate in the variables of life with another person or a group of people. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I I think that's where that comes from. And so, in a normal life where you don't have weird stuff. So, then you take music, you know, which most people at a certain point starts to require a lot of travel. Mm -hmm. uh, And a lot of temptation. Yeah. If we're talking romantically, uh, a lot of uh, not seeing people at their best, especially if you heavily involve substances in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not encouraging any of these things. It just is a reality that if you are in the musical world, whether it's you or the people you're around, it is quickly a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, people struggle with insecurity in a relationship if uh you know even if nothing's wrong if you are a person that's on the road and your significant other is at home and you you have to learn how to communicate well to them to let them know that there's nothing to be concerned about and that they're still a priority Mm -hmm. because if they're at home and don't know anything about your life who you're with who you're hanging out with uh you know that can tear at that person yeah communication it's just there is work in that to be intentional if you want those things to succeed yeah and if you don't put in the work or don't want them to succeed but you still hold on to them then that becomes a consistent point of tension in your life
0: yeah (laughs) yeah yeah you've got to you got to put in the effort if you want to have good relationships and good emotional health you've got to put in the effort to maintain those relationships like even like sending good thoughts does nothing <laughs> sending good thoughts your way that doesn't accomplish a thing and it like no matter how much you may care about somebody no matter how much a friend might mean to you or a loved one might mean to you if you don't show them or tell them or communicate that to them put in the effort in some way it doesn't matter how much you think about them it doesn't nope people aren't mind readers nope last time i checked i don't know i'm sure there's some people out there who claim to be <laughs> but you've you've got to be intentional you got to put in the put in the effort and your emotional health will be improved as a result of that. And then your mental health, your inner dialogue, will be
1: improved as a result of that because they have a symbiotic relationship. I'm also going to throw this out there. And I, I want to say that I say this as a person that has been guilty of this in previous uh, seasons of my life. Uh, man, don't toy with people dude for real like make a choice if you know and we're playing into some stereotypes here but stereotypes exist for a reason sure if you are trying to go out and live some rock and roll lifestyle which is in my personal professional opinion not sustainable long term and doesn't provide Mm -hmm. the value of life that you think it is but you know what? You're all adults. Like, do what you want to do. No judgment. <laughs> you do you, man. All God's children. But <laughs> if you want to be that, like, man or woman up and own that. Yep. Do not be the person that goes out and holds on to somebody at home, like, just because you don't want to let go or you don't want somebody else to have them or you just don't want to deal with it or you want something there when you come back, but pretend it doesn't exist when you're gone. Mm -hmm. Pony up. Yeah. Like, and be honest with yourself, be honest with other people so that they can live their best life, you know? And if they're trying to find a way to believe in you and believe that you're going to be invested in them, and then you're just not, and you're out <laughs> trying to be some rock and roll diva. Screw you. Yeah, like don't take advantage of people. You can't have it both ways, man. Like
0: that's incredibly selfish to even think that you can. Um, you
1: got to be, you got to be kind. You got to be kind to kind to people. Well, and uh, man, I was listening to some podcast with Terry Crews in it, and man, people are not a commodity. Yeah. Stop treating people like they're a commodity. Yeah. People are human, and this could go into some whole other different thing. Well, I don't believe all people are created equal, because people don't all work as hard, people don't invest as hard, I do think there is a uh, level of respect for humanity that people should have, Mm -hmm. and that doesn't mean you have to work with everybody, that doesn't mean you have to agree with everybody, that doesn't mean you have to be friends with everybody, but there is a level of respect for another human being because they're a human being mm-hmm. that I believe everyone should have and most people living on the road mm-hmm. on a touring lifestyle are not <laughs> treating people with humanity or respect
0: yeah agreed I agree with that I think uh I think all three kind of all three of the um health things you listed at the top emotional uh physical and mental they all they're like a three-sided pyramid mm-hmm. where if you were to take away one of the sides it would topple over yeah uh, i think that they're all very contingent on the success of each other uh you were talking about the rock going to the gym every day cuz that's his emotion that's sorry that's his mental health Stimulation just as much as it is physical. You're like, there's certain chemicals in your body that are stimulated and released when you do physical activity that improve your emotional state and your mental state. Yep. It's fact. It's science. So maintaining a certain level of physical health. I believe is very important as well. You don't you don't have to look like The Rock, you don't have to work out as much as he does, you don't have to go to the gym every day. Uh, I'm uh, the argument I'm making is simply do not completely ignore your physical health. Don't eat only McDonald's dollar menu and don't drink only PBR and ignore everything about what your body is telling you. Because all that does is destroy the other two sides to that pyramid.
1: For sure. And especially too, like, because most people starting bands, you know, are on the front half of their 20s Mm -hmm. and a place where their body can bounce back pretty well. Sure. And so you think that lasts forever and that you'll be fine. And then you wake up 10 years later and you're like, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But if you look at people in that state, the mental emotional roller coasters that are going on mm-hmm. that people treat as if it's, that's just this season of life. Right. Well, let's dig a little deeper and look at how you're treating your health. Mm-hmm. And how did that affect, like it's not making it better. Right. And, you know, not that we've really delved too hard on the health side. Cause I, th- I think people treat it like that's obvious, you know, like, Oh, you should, or you shouldn't. And it is what it, that's right. not, that's not, while i support people having you know outward cosmetic superficial goals like whatever do you yeah like there's nothing wrong with that in my opinion as long as it is uh you know from a place of balance in Mm -hmm. your life yep but more than just the way you look doing something active for the sake of like keeping your body active does help your brain uh it does you know the obvious thing of your physical health from the substance abuse in the music world. I'm not saying you can't drink, like do what's best for you, but also be self-aware. Yeah. If you go on tour and every, you know, you're playing bars and clubs and everybody gives you a bar tab because you're playing and you intend to cap that out every night. And then you're buying more after that. It's not that you can't, but it's not sustainable. Right. Like, you know, drinking relentlessly, mm-hmm. ingesting substances relentlessly, while you couple that with not sleeping a lot. Yep. Like, like we're,
0: not, we're not saying don't have fun. Like, have a good time. Have a great do time. Do you. But just because you have a $100 bar tab every night does not in any way obligate you to take advantage of the full $100 every night.
1: Or if you do... Do it for other people. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Build relationships. Yeah. Worry more about interacting with people. Absolutely. As opposed to getting a buzz. And I know, like for me, in my early
0: 20s, drinking more than I should have was also a way for me to combat some of the mental health stuff I was dealing with. So if that's the case first of all, you may not be aware. I didn't really recognize that's what I was doing till like 10 years later, but I just want
1: to 100% say that I completely did this as well. Yeah.
0: I, I don't think it's odd <laughs> behavior by, by any stretch of the imagination, but I, uh, if I didn't realize that's what I was doing until I thought about it many years later. But if you're listening to this and you are in that position and you're drinking a lot and you think it's kind of no big deal or whatever, like, Maybe just take a second to think about if that could be the case. And if it is, I would suggest taking more steps to fortify your mental health. Like we talked about earlier so that you don't feel as like substances. Don't feel as much like there is much of a necessity for you. Like for me, after a show at 22, it was a lot easier to make friends and create a relationship, create relationships when I had a few beers in me because I loosened up and my social anxieties went away. Mm-hmm. But as I've gotten older, I recognize that, that was what I was doing, and so I've taken more steps to either a get better about any social anxieties I might have, or b get better at recognizing that I don't have to make friends with everybody. And that's okay, too. I don't have to be liked by everybody. Yeah, That's okay. I'm not saying walk into the room or that I walk into a room expecting half the people to hate me or trying to make enemies. Don't do that either. But if, like, somebody doesn't click with you, that's all good. It's not a big deal. You cannot be friends with everybody in the world. And that's okay.
1: Also, with that, I would say, um, even if you don't completely recognize... Uh, your mental health state and some. I can, if I'm honest, own that I knew the difference in my early twenties of, am I consuming out of joy, with people I care about, mm-hmm. versus am I consuming to cope? Yeah. And even if you're not thinking about your mental health or thinking about that, I I feel like most people can recognize, I am consuming from a low place Mm -hmm. to cope with the situation versus I'm consuming in a happy place amongst friends out of joy. Yeah. If you are consuming to cope, I would strongly encourage you to find a way to step back, find somebody to call, Mm -hmm. find a close friend that you can be real with that, you know, can check in on you because it's the kind of thing That is a very slippery slope. Yeah, that starts out maintainable, that you can recognize, but can very easily lead to a place way deeper than you plan to get to. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. Don't walk that journey alone. (laughs) Find somebody. Like. You know. Yeah. Uh,
0: Yeah. The the drawing the the line between not even making the distinction between is this a happy thing or a sad thing that's a fairly black and white thing to see. I think it doesn't take a lot of self-awareness to realize that, Mm -hmm. but the realizing this, the details of that does take a lot of intentional introspection, which can be very difficult. So don't like be easy on yourself. Don't be hard on yourself about why you're doing what you're doing. If you're doing anything like that, like just recognizing that that is the case period is a pretty good step. I think. Absolutely. Yeah. So, but back to, to physical health, if, if you can, um, if you can just be mindful of your physical health, I think is, uh, is a really strong step to take because it's not like, like it's, it's, it's tough to get good exercise on the road and it's not an exercising period isn't for everybody either. Just don't. Like recognize the relationship that the three sort of sides to that triangle have with one another and maintaining a certain baseline of um, things that you can control across the three will help keep everything balanced. And I think that that's really kind of ultimately what is going to set you up for success in your craft is to have that balance.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think on the physical side, like, there's no set answer. I I think if you find something you enjoy doing that makes it easy, Mm -hmm. you're way more likely to do that and therefore keep it sustainable. Yeah. Even on the road, I think there's ways around that. You know, like, I don't love running, but if you like running, that's you can do that literally anywhere. You know, if you like skateboarding, you can throw a skateboard in the back of the van and, you know, even Mm -hmm. if it's not crazy, you can cruise around You know wherever you are whatever venue you're at like if you like basketball throw a ball in like yep you know you might not find a basketball court everywhere but like you can play around with your homies while you're doing it you know if yeah you like to swim if even you know gross hotels tend to have pools yeah you know so something that you just enjoy doing for the sake of doing something active Mm -hmm. is just good for your body to stay active and yep agreed and it
0: can be, if you're putting on the kind of show that's a workout, that counts. Yeah. <laughs> that absolutely counts.
1: Yeah. I think it's just like finding a balance, especially, and we're kind of talking a lot to people that are touring, but if yeah. you, you know, like if you're sitting in a van for eight hours in a day, like you just need to get outside and move. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, even if that's like walking around whatever little town you ended up, like, just do something to combat the, mm-hmm. like, oh, I sat stagnant and couldn't move from this yeah. one position for eight hours, you know, or got terrible sleep laying down on yep. the bench in the middle of the van.
0: Well, even, like, speaking to people who aren't on the road, if you're in a studio seat for eight hours a day, like, yeah. get up every hour and walk around the room or step outside and get some fresh air or or whatever, like, take breaks, just just be mindful be mm-hmm. mindful of what's going on with your body with your mind and put in the effort however minimal it may be to just maintaining a certain benchmark of physical emotional and mental health and that foundation will serve
1: you very well absolutely yeah and again i want to reclarify <laughs> yeah We're not doctors. No. People like my wife that went to school for a really long time and have 10 letters behind their name (laughs) can give you a lot more detailed, a lot more educated opinions on this. Yep. Uh, We just want to know or want you to know that people like us are here and that we care about you and want you to be intentional about taking care of yourself. You know, if you are struggling in a weird place mentally and not really sure where your head's out on some stuff talk to somebody Mm -hmm. like don't keep that to yourself yep everybody like life is a journey and it has highs and lows and we have all been in highs and lows of that and don't take the journey of life on your own find somebody that you can talk to and not only just talk to but be brutally honest with that is a safe place and Mm -hmm. you know if there are things that you are struggling with, find somebody. There, there are numbers for anything that you might be going through that somebody wants to talk to you and wants to uh, go on that journey with. So just don't do it alone. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. I think that's probably a good place to stop. Probably so. We'll see you guys next Thursday. Thanks for listening. Hey guys, thanks again for listening to the show today. As always, you can find show notes and links from our episode on our website at themusicstuffshow.com. Also, please, please, please uh, connect with us if there's ever any questions, any ways that we can help. You can find us all over social media at Music Stuff Show. You can also find myself. And Tom, personally, all over the interwebs, I am at V-A-N-C-E-F-I-T-E, and Tom is at T-O-M-D-U-P-R-E-E-I-I-I, all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, anywhere you want to connect, uh, the show is here for you, so any way that we can make your life a little bit better and get you closer to your dreams of your career in the music industry we want to be a part of. We'll see you guys next Thursday.